0: hello there, my silly gooses. Welcome back to the Midweek Breakdown. I'm your host, G2. And for the people that don't know what the Midweek Breakdown is, I'm just going to give you a brief overview of what it is. The Midweek Breakdown is where I, G2, talk to you guys for 10 to 20 minutes about a certain topic or a certain subject matter that I think that we need to talk about. And this week, I think that we need to talk about decorum. There's a lot of decorum that is missing out here whether it be in the States or just in the world in general. And I just want to bring about some decorum. Um, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about etiquette, where I said that certain people need to wash their hands because I noticed that people are not washing their hands in the bathroom, especially the men's bathroom when I went into certain areas. And I also talked about men needing to be separating themselves from the stalls because, again, there are stalls in there, and I don't want to see a dude like literally next to me as I'm Uh, using one of the stalls. Now, for this week's episode, the decorum I want to talk about is basically keeping your mouth shut. Now, I'm going to start off with Donald Trump. Donald Trump, he got arrested. Well, not arrested. He got arraigned. Sorry. He got arraigned yesterday, Tuesday, if you're listening to this on a Wednesday, on 34 uh, felony charges of falsifying business records to cover up the $130,000 hush money that he gave to adult, uh, film star Stormy Daniels, and he went up to New York court Tuesday. He didn't get handcuffed. He did not get a mug shot. He did get fingerprinted. And that's all that basically happened. My man pleaded not guilty. He left out of the courtroom. He got back on his uh, plane, and he was able to go back to Mar-a-Lago. That's what happened in that situation. Now, Donald Trump's lawyers did ask if he could uh, skip future court date appearances and his request was denied by the judge overseeing the case because the judge made it clear that he expects that all other defendants to appear in his court, even high profile defendants, and would not be making any exception for the former president. So Donald Trump is going to be expected to be at all of his future court dates. That's what's expected of Donald Trump. They're not trying to give him any type of uh, special treatment. I feel that, okay, you don't want to give him special treatments. Guess what you do? You got to give a man, you got to have him be walked in with handcuffs. When somebody's being arraigned and all that type of stuff, you got to give him some type of handcuff treatment. And you do got to give him a mugshot. I feel that not giving Donald Trump any type of mugshot in this type of manner, you kind of just set a precedent that you gave him some type of special treatment. Any other person that's going to get arraigned, they're going to at least get a mug shot. They're at least going to walk in with some type of handcuffs on. I feel that with this situation of Donald Trump's, I think that he should have at least been treated just like everyone else. Now, again, there's going to be some special privileges here and there, but it is what it is. I'm glad that the judge said, nope, he's going to be there. There's no way that he's not going to be there. So that setting a precedence point blank period. Donald Trump, I'm going to treat you just like everybody else. In this courtroom, you're going to be here. You're going to have to fly back from Mar-a-Lago to keep on coming here to for all your future court dates. And I like that personally. That's having decorum. That's having respect. You cannot disrespect the judge in his own courtroom. That's not going to fly. I like that personally. Now, I'm not certain how anybody else feels about it. I still have a problem per se that we're getting Trump on this. But as I said before, what they can't get him on or what they have lacked to get him on is the whole January 6th uh, insurrection deal. So they're going to try to stick him with these 34 counts of uh, hush money. And again, it's not just Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels is like the face for this. It's also two other uh, people that they say that Donald Trump paid for to kill their story of him having uh, sexual relations with them. In the past. And I find it fascinating that we're going to get Donald Trump on this. I find it fascinating that this is the thing that we want to get Donald Trump on. That's what I find fascinating. You mean to tell me that out of all the business schemes that probably went under, uh, under the ground. Or probably got dissolved because he probably mismanaged money or any of that. You mean to tell me we're going to get him on paying hush money to someone that he had an affair with. I just don't understand it myself, but again, this is way above me. This is above my pay grade, and as I said before, if they can't get you on what they want to really get you on, they're going to get you on something else, and guess what? Your punishment, per se, is not going to be the crime that uh, fits the bill. They're going to get you on the crime that they could not really like stick you with, so I'm going to wait and see what happens with Trump, as the rest of the nation is going to be waiting to see what happens with Trump. That's just one thing with me. So the decorum here is Trump is going to be treated just like everybody else, but with no mugshot and no handcuffs, unless he is found guilty or whatever the world might have you. I just wish that he would have gotten a mugshot because that would have set the internet on fire. People already are like putting Trump's head on a uh, person's body in an orange jumpsuit. They're already trying to give him mock mugshots. Just imagine if we gotten a real Donald Trump Uh, mugshot, how much people would have went stupid with that on the internet, that just would have been completely great for me, because again, I'm a guy of the internet, and I've seen a lot of stupid stuff, so for me, I would have found that profoundly uh, funny. Now, off to the biggest thing with decorum, is the outrage that came out because of Joe Biden. For people that are unaware, Joe Biden, she watched the NCAA women's uh, college finals basketball game between uh, Iowa and LSU, and LSU would win, but the big takeaway from this game was a player named Angel Reese doing the You Can't See Me to Caitlin Clark, and people were getting stupid about this. People were calling Angel Reese classless. People were saying that She is a dummy. She's an idiot. She's clouding the big win of her team. I mean, people were just trying to get at Angel Reese, which made people in the sports world, NBA players, uh, sports analysts come out and basically defend Angel Reese by clapping back at everyone that was trying to say something about this woman doing the whole taunting of another player. And for the backstory, for people that don't know, just like myself, I was uninformed until I had to get informed. Uh, The Iowa star, Caitlin Clark, she did the you can't see me in the game with South Carolina. She did that to one of the South Carolina players and people were praising her for being ambitious, being a go getter, having that killer instinct. People were praising her for all those attributes when she did the you can't see me. But whenever Angel Reese did that in response to Caitlin Clark in the finals of the uh, NBA basketball game, people were not gelling with it. And the biggest thing that really came about this, and you know in this country, we always got to say it, is the race deal. Caitlin Clark is white, Angel Reese is black, and you were condemning a black woman for doing the exact same thing you guys were praising this white woman about. Now... I just want to read you off something here, okay? This is what one person said that made Shaquille O'Neal, yes, NBA leader Shaquille O'Neal, come out and say something. Now, the person's tweet comes from Keith Oberman, He's a former ESPN anchor, and he tweeted out, what a fucking idiot, and that's his words, not mine. Oberman tweeted that as he saw a direct clip of Reese tapping her finger Signifying that it was her turn to get a championship ring. Oberman would continue in the tweet saying, Doesn't matter the gender, the sport, the background. You're seconds away from winning a championship and you do something like this and overshadow all the good, mindless, classless, and what kind of coach does this team have. Now Shaq, the NBA legend, he would tweet to Oberman, Shut your dumb ass up. And this is basically, again, what everybody kind of felt at the time, because how are you going to criticize one person for doing this and not criticize the other? Now, Oberman will later tweet out an apology for calling Reese classless. He claimed that he was uninformed and doesn't follow either men's or women's basketball. I apologize for being uninformed last night. And the backstory on this, I don't follow hoops. College or pro, men or women, I had no idea about Clark. Both were wrong. Overman criticized both Reese and Clark on his podcast, calling them classless winners who were willing to overshadow their own team's victories. Now, he's not the only person that came out and said something. Uh, Dave Portnoy, a guy that is, I believe, still like running barstool sports over there, he will also say something Dave would call Angel Reese, a classless piece of shit. Again, that's his words, not mine. Or I should say that's his tweet. And Shaquille, again, will say, and so is your mother. Now, Dave would respond to that by saying, boom, roasted. Now, somebody would tweet out to Dave Pornoy saying, a white man calling a black woman a piece of shit for doing the same thing a white woman did is absolutely rooted in race. If you don't see that, then that's on you. Dave will respond saying, I agree with you. That if Clark did exactly what Reese did and I went after Reese and not Clark, then it would be fair to suggest it's rooted in race. However, they didn't do remotely the same thing. And if you can't see that, then race is clouding your perspective, not mine. Dave Portnoy, you are a idiot. Let me just make that perfectly clear. You're an idiot. You're wrong on this one. Even your... Uh, business partners in million dollars worth of game, Gilly and Wallow, they will say the same thing. You're wrong in that. You cannot call somebody a piece of crap because somebody did something that you deem not right, even though the person that you're not vilifying did the exact same thing. She did that in a different game. Again, Clark, she did that in the game with South Carolina, while Reese, she did that to Clark in the World championship game. You guys cannot cherry pick these type of things and think it's going to be okay and the world's not going to say something about this the world is going to say something because guess what we all see it you have sports analysts saying something you have Stephen a coming out on first take saying yo this is wrong we all know it's about this is all coming down to race because you guys are again cherry picking and picking to vilify a black woman for doing the exact same thing the white woman did you guys are vilifying the black woman shannon sharp a guy that's on FX with him and Skip Bayless, he will come out and say the exact same thing. See, here's the thing in America that a lot of people don't understand. When something happens to a black person or something happens to another minority that is not Caucasian, we're able to point out how wrong it is that the minority is getting punished for this, but if someone of the Caucasian uh, Race does something they get praised up as a hero or they get praised for doing said action is the exact same argument that women have with men whenever a woman is being assertive in a field or something like that. But whenever a woman gets assertive, they get called a bitch in all this type of uh, wordage is the exact same thing. And for some reason, I don't understand how people are not seeing that, but I bypass that. You would have Angel Reese, who was celebrating at the press conference. She would uh, be able to say something and she would say all year I was criticized about who I was. The narrative. I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit the box. You all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. You told me that all year. But when other people do it, you don't say nothing. So this is for the girls that look like me. That's going to speak up for what they believe in. It's unapologetically you, and that's what I did for you tonight. It was bigger than me tonight. It was bigger than me. Twitter is going to go in a rage every time, and I mean I'm happy. I feel like I helped grow women's basketball this year. I'm super happy and excited. I'm looking forward to celebrating and then next season. So Angel Reese, she will actually be able to respond to all the haters, everybody out there that was trying to flip the narrative. I'm glad that she was actually able to do that. Now, getting to Joe Biden point that I was going to talk about, Joe Biden, she watched the game, and the winners of the big tournaments for college basketballs, um, men and women, they usually go to the White House. And with that knowledge, since LSU won their tournament, they're going to the White House. However, Joe Biden would have made a statement saying, I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So we hope LSU will come, Biden said, after the championship game. But you know, I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good game. Now, I have no idea why Joe Biden said that. Again, people are going to say because it's a race deal. I'm not going to go all the way out on that ledge. I could because there's a part of me that wants to go out on that ledge, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go on the ledge of when did we start giving participation medals and participation trophies to people in second place on a competition like show in front of the whole entire world. Now, Little League stuff. I've seen little children get these participation awards and uh, medals and trophies. And I've heard parents talk about how they throw those crap. Uh, crappy participation awards and trophies in the trash. They're not going to try to uh, hoist that up in their house for their kid. They want their kid to win and know that, hey, there are winners and losers and all this type of stuff. I get that. I understand that wholeheartedly, fine, whatever. And I also understand the parents that say, you know what, the kids can keep that, but let that be motivation for them to try to be number one next year to use that as uh, fuel. Again, I understand that. But in a situation like this, why did she say that? I don't understand because she should know that saying that type of comment was going to bring down hellfire and brimstone from absolutely everyone. And that's what came about. She got hellfire and brimstone literally on Monday and Tuesday. People were tweeting about this and people were saying about how ridiculous this sounds. Angel Reese would tweet three crying laughing emojis followed by a joke and she tagged the article where it said joe biden wants lsu and iowa at the white house then you have steven a tweet out hey at reese 10 angel i mean absolutely zero disrespect to the first lady but you are one thousand percent right this is a bad suggestion runner-ups don't get invited to the white house why are we trying to change it now i completely agree with you angel Mark Lamont Hill would tweet, if Iowa had won. you think the Bidens would have invited LSU? Of course not. Whiteness is a hell of a drug. Another person would tweet, if the Iowa women's basketball team had any type of integrity and sense of sportsmanship and tradition, they would decline any White House invites and let LSU have their moment per tradition. Iowa lost, LSU won, the champs go to the White House, the runner-ups do not. Another person would tweet, Joe Biden can decide that Iowa deserves a White House visit. LSU can decide the White House does not deserve a visit from the national championship winning team. These things only have the power that we give them. So that's what happens here. Uh, Angel Reese would also put out, we are not coming, period. So I'm not certain if that's just the feel of the moment or she's really not coming because certain people stand on what they stand on. Certain people are not going to go because they feel that disrespect. And again, this is where the decorum comes in. If you disrespect me, I'm not going to show up to anything that you invite me to. And again, we all know that's a national thing. The winners of the Super Bowl or the World Series or the NBA Finals, you always go to the White House and all that type of stuff. But if you disrespect the champions by inviting the runner-ups, that is disrespecting them. You are saying, yo, You guys are good but we want to also invite your opponents that you guys beat no you guys know what the deal is don't try to break that tradition don't do that it makes no sense so we would get a response from caitlin clark clark would say i don't think runner-ups usually go to the white house i think lsu should enjoy that moment for them congratulations obviously they deserve to go there maybe i can go to the white house on different terms though so again you got someone that's saying, yo, LSU, they deserve to go. She just saying that she could probably go to the White House on different terms. She probably might mean like we can just happen to go there on a visit or whatever the crap may be at a different time or whatever may have you. But she's saying that LSU needs to have this. We don't need to go. This is not our time. We didn't win this. Let LSU have this moment because this is their moment. Also, Clark would praise Angel Reese for uh doing the taunt and she would say that she should not be criticized for taunting her.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't think Angel should be criticized at all. Um, you know, no matter which way it goes, um, you know, she should never be criticized for what she did. Um, you know, I'm just one that competes and she competed. So um I think everybody knew there was gonna be a little trash talk in the entire tournament. It's not just me and Angel. So um, you know, I don't think she should be criticized like I said. Um, LSU deserves it. They played so well. And like I said, I'm a big fan of
0: hers. So there you have it. Clark is a fan of Angel Reese, and she says that she shouldn't have uh, been criticized for it. So that lets you know right there. Sportsmanship is alive and well, and so is competitiveness. You would like to see people be competitive in a sporting competition, because if people are not being competitive in a sporting competition, you're just not going to see anything worth watching to be honest because if you see people not being competitive you're going to question yourself why are you watching it it's a big question of why why are you watching people not being competitive in something that is supposed to mean a lot to them so when you have people that are competitive you're going to get trash talking you're going to get some emotions in it and that as a fan is going to thrive you to want to see your sport get pushed farther and also makes you Want to show other people what they are missing if they are not watching said sport or said athletic or said uh, entertainment product. That's just what it is. So I'm glad that we are getting that aggressiveness and getting that uh, competitiveness and sportsmanship from uh, Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese here. Now, Jill Biden has since taken back her proposal with the press secretary saying the comments were intended to applaud the historic game and all the women athletes. And again, I just think that was out of uh, social media and again, public uh, animosity that came from her uh, saying that type of comment, because, again, we all know what time it is. We all had a feeling of why you did it. And again, you just don't invite the second person, the runner up, the loser, the second place to an event where the winners always go to it's uncouth it's not decorum you don't have any type of respect towards the winners so again this is what all incumbents it to having some decorum having some respect having some knowledge about what you're supposed to do in that situation you know what's up don't try to break tradition don't try to uh, cause some type of chaos when it's not the perfect time for chaos to be risen. This isn't the topic for you to try to raise some chaos for. This was basketball. You know what time it is. Keep tradition the same way. So I'm glad that they did uh, rescind the invitation here. So it's now all up to LSU. Are they going to go to the White House? Certain people say that they should. Certain people say they shouldn't. It's all up to them. And again, I just want people to also know this. If you do not watch said sport, do not, and I repeat, do not be an idiot just like Keith Oberman. Don't be an idiot. Don't just tweet something out just because you want to be part of the conversation or don't say something just because you want to be a part of the conversation. Just sit back and just let everything go by the wayside. You don't always have to put your uh, opinions out there for that if you do not know much about said sport. Trust me, it's not that hard. You have Google, you have the Internet and Twitter. Believe me, you can ask things on Twitter. And believe me, there's a lot of polite people on Twitter that will give you an answer to your question. Yes, there's people that are rude and crude, but there's a lot of nice people that will actually give you some backstory on things that you are missing to get the full story. So, again, do not tweet anything out just like Keith Oberman and Dave Portnoy did. If you have no idea what this whole thing's about now with all that out of the way i want to say thank you guys for listening to the midweek breakdown and before i get you guys out of here with the song of the week i do have to plug myself and i want to let it be known that i do have a sunday episode out called shameful you can go and check that out to see what type of topics i talked about there i also gave a review of What happened on WrestleMania, both nights, night one and night two, and also NXT Stand and Deliver, that's out right now as well. And do know, as a wrestling guy, I will be coming out with another Wrestling Highlights of the Week this upcoming Saturday, and I will be coming out with another uh, Sunday episode this Sunday. Now, with all the plugging out of the way, it's time for me to get you guys out of here with the song of the week. And the song of the week for this week, it is 50 Cent's What Up Gangsta. Since we're talking about Angel Reese and the way that she was able to handle all the criticism, all the backlash, all the people just downtrodding and speaking bad on her name, she was able to handle it so gangsta, I think that this song perfectly incumbents Angel Reese. So with that, this is 50 Cent's What Up Gangsta. To you we here. But we can get the drum and drop it. But, but, but. It's going down,
1: but cause I'm but. 50 Cent, you know I understand. What, what up, what up, cuz, what, what up, blood, what, what up, gangsta, what, up, blood? What, what, up, what, what, up, blood, what, what up, gangsta, they say I walk around like I got a S on my chest, now that's a me argo in the vest on my chest, I try not to say nothing to D.A., like one playing court, but I want to duck nigga down like it's a sport, front on I'll cut your gun, but your buck. you buck you get money, I can't get nothing with you Then fuck you, I'm not the type to get knocked For DWI I'm the type that can you connect when the coke price dies Gangsters they bump my shit Them, they know me I grew up around some niggas that's not my homies Honey G's, I stash it The Mac, I blast it These come, we dump the diesel and battery acid This flow's been mastered Dice, I flash, it took me I had your mama picking out your casket, bastard I'm on the next level, white right link, forget bezel, bins, pedal to the metal Hotter than the tea kettle, blood What, what up, cuz? Can they hear my hunger When the fifth kick duck quick It sound like thunder In December I make your block Feel like summer The rap critics say I can rhyme The fiends say my dope is a nine hey chick I fuck with is a dime I'm like Patty LaBelle homie I'm on my own Where I lay my hat's my own I'm a rolling stone, cross my path, I cross it, Thinking I won't touch you, I had in ass using a wheelchair Ain't no clutches, in the street, hoes fuck us In the hood, they love us Stomp a bone out your ass with some brand new chuckers What up, blood?